welcome to another episode of the Extraordinary Moms Podcast. I'm Jessica Dahlquist, your host, and every Tuesday I interview a different mom who shares their motherhood journey and the lessons they've learned along the way. If I've learned anything from interviewing such a wide range of moms, it's that no two extraordinary moms look the same. We all have a story to tell, and we are all mothering in our own way. So let's celebrate that and learn from one another. Thanks for listening, and if you like what you hear, please share this show with a friend. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 255 of the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. You guys are loving Dorena's episode from Tuesday. I knew you would. This conversation about race, especially as a white person that I am raising white children, like I said in my caption on Instagram and in the discussion, some of these issues are not things that naturally come across my table on a day-to-day basis, but that doesn't mean they shouldn't be acknowledged or discussed with our kids. Um, you know, when our kids are confronted with some of these issues later in life, if they haven't had that prior experience to know how to talk about them respectfully, if they haven't been taught what language to use, if they haven't been taught how to view people that are different than us, no matter what that difference looks like, they're at a severe disadvantage. And I don't want that for my kids. And if you are listening, you're among my tribe. And I know that you don't want that for your kids either. So it's kind of funny. I had totally spaced. It's summer. Forgive me. Um, But the publisher of the book Colorful, Dorena's book, had said, oh, if you want to give away some books, we'd love to partner with you in doing that. Well, I forgot until now, but we are going to do an Instagram giveaway. So head over to my Instagram at jessicadahlquist3. If you don't already follow me there, there'll be information next week. So go ahead and make sure you're following me now so that when the giveaway comes about, I'm going to give away a couple books. Um, I think it's just colorful, but it might be her new book, Thoughtful, as well, which is talking about different viewpoints and acknowledging different viewpoints um, as a difference. And I just love that book as well. That came in the mailbox yesterday to my home, and my kids were so excited. And I know your kids would love it as well. All right, let's dive right into our episode today. I am going to share with you some thoughts I've been having about how we view ourselves in motherhood. Over the past year, year and a half or so, I have really done a deep dive into thought work. And what I mean by thought work is I had started going to therapy uh, last year and it was very effective for me. I believe that therapy is very, very helpful if you are going back into the past trying to kind of reconcile some past uh, hurts or wounds or confusion, things like that. And then the thought work surrounding those events are what really impact you going forward. And so in more kind of a life coachy type way, um, I've been listening obviously to the Life Coach School with Brooke Castillo, which is my absolute favorite podcast. I recommend it to everybody every single day. And then they always come back and say, yeah, that changed my life. So if you're not already listening to the Life Coach School with Brooke Castillo, you need to get on that. I mean, I love recommending podcasts because it's free. I'm not asking you to buy anything. You just search for it on your podcast app and there you go. And so her model is talking primarily about how your thoughts lead to your feelings, which lead to your actions. And so if you are able to identify the thoughts you are thinking about anything in your life, anything, then you will then be able to influence your feelings And then those feelings drive the behaviors that are exhibited from there. 
Now, that's not to say that we should ever shame ourselves or stuff down emotions that we don't want to feel. That is very unhealthy. But the point is you have access to any emotion at any time and you can feel any emotion without the fear of feeling that because it's just a feeling. It's just a feeling. And so um, the thing is that I've realized is we are so held back by our thoughts sometimes because we don't realize we are thinking them. Sometimes we're aware, you know, if if the house is a mess and our kids aren't helping and we're feeling so mad, we know that the thought surrounding that is nobody helps me. Nobody's cleaning up their mess. I'm doing this all by myself. We're aware of those thoughts that we're thinking and then that leads to the anger and the frustration and then it leads to us stomping around cleaning up or it leads to us erupting and being very angry or it leads to us having a family meeting if you're a little bit healthier of a person. (laughs) I totally do the family meeting high road, don't you? I'm sure you do. And sometimes it's a mix of all those, let's be honest. It's a mix. Um, But the trouble really comes, at least for me, and I'll just speak for me on this one, when I am feeling feelings repetitively, especially surrounding, you know, certain relationships or certain events, you know, that come up and things that I deal with in my life where I feel a feeling and, and I can't really figure out, gosh, why do I feel so anxious about driving at night? Why do I feel so anxious about leaving my kids at school? Um, why do I always get angry when I am fill in the blank, right? And sometimes we're not aware of the root thought surrounding those things. And so when we're unaware of what the thought is, we have no power. We have no control and things will continue to be the way they have always been because it's crazy to think that you're going to get a different result by doing and thinking and behaving the same way. It's unrealistic to think that change can happen when you continue repeating the same behaviors and thinking the same thoughts. And so that got me really thinking about motherhood. Last week in the episode with Allison, I asked her because she was talking about how motherhood was quite challenging for her, especially at the onset and, you know, coupled with, you know, some mental health type challenges as well, which can be a very separate thing than just the thought work. So I want to acknowledge that if you are experiencing postpartum depression or postpartum anxiety, if it is to the clinical level, it's not just a matter of thinking different thoughts or going on a walk. That's not going to solve it. You need professional help. What I am talking about is how our thoughts can actually influence things before they even happen and set you up on a trajectory that you may or may not be aware of. And that awareness can change your life. And so I asked Allison, before you became a mom, did you believe that you could be a great mom? And she kind of paused, and you can hear that in the episode last week, episode 253, And she said, I don't know if I ever really thought about it. And and that's the thing. We don't really know for sure if she thought thoughts ahead of time revolving around, I'm a great mom. I can be a great mom. I have the tools. I'm equipped for my child. Or the opposite where I'm doomed. I don't know what I'm doing. The baby would be better off with somebody else, right? We don't, we don't know what the narrative was because she never gave a lot of conscious energy to it. However, all we know is that the thoughts that happened in motherhood for her revolved around the fact that she didn't feel very good 
about herself as a mom and her capabilities as a mother. That's all we know. But we don't know what the starting point was. And so then I reached out to you guys and I asked you on Instagram, how do you view yourself as a mom? And you guys, your responses made me tear up. It was so beautiful to hear not only those of you that felt good in your role as a mom, you felt proud of yourself. And I'm going to read some of these responses um, in just a minute. But then also the vulnerability of those of you who shared that at the end of the day, you felt like you could have done better and that you don't know if you're messing your kids up or not. I appreciate those comments just as much because you know what? That self-awareness that you even realize the narrative that's going on in your head about your motherhood shows that you are more in control of the outcome than if you had no awareness whatsoever. Okay? So so first of all, no matter which camp you fall in, I want you to give yourself a pat on the back. I want you to give yourself a hug. I want you to take a deep breath. The first step is even being aware of your thoughts, and you are. So bravo, bravo. Okay, let me read some of the comments that you wrote in. Okay, this first one that came in by Nay Harrison was one of my favorites because she said, I usually don't comment, but this question really resonates with me. And so first of all, whenever I do ask you a question, do not hold back. Respond, please. I don't ask these questions into thin air because I don't want a response. I genuinely want to hear with you. And then it really educates not only the podcast going forward, but it really impacts me as a mom myself. So never be afraid to speak up. So thanks, Nay. Okay, she says, I am a dang good mom. (laughs) That's because I keep trying. I think too often we focus on what we are not doing instead of all the small and simple things we are doing. Most days I do fall short and I get tired, I get lazy, and I'm okay with being mediocre. But the important fact is I realize that it is okay. I love my kids. I'm concerned for their well-being. They're fed and clothed and taken care of. I don't always teach the best lessons, but hey, life needs to teach them some of that on their own. And we as parents need to know when to stand back and let it happen. I have three kids. My husband's in the military. He travels a lot and has several deployments. So we are dysfunctional sometimes, but we communicate and let our kids know that all you need is love. Don't overthink it. Oh, thank you so, so much for sharing that. There's so much to that comment. Um, I do want to say that I think if we allow ourselves downtime, it is a darn pity if we ever view ourselves as lazy. Nay, I would guess, especially during your solo parenting seasons, that you were not lazy and you are not lazy now. Okay? It is absolutely fine to not be go, go, going every minute of every day. In a typical work setting that's nine to five, where you actually do clock in and clock out, there are mandated break times where legally you are entitled to 20 minutes in the first quarter of the day, and then you're entitled to a kid-free lunch, (laughs) or in that terms, work-free lunch, and then you're entitled to a break in the afternoon. View motherhood like that. You are not lazy because you sit back and do something for yourself, or you're not engaging with your kids all the time. That is not lazy. So that's the one problem I have with what you said. (laughs) But the rest is beautiful. I love that you just realize you are trying And you're trying to focus on doing the simple, small things that really do add up. I also liked what you said about not always having to teach them everything, but letting life teach them. I think that is so beautiful. Because even if we do teach them explicitly all the things, 
Are they still their own humans? Yep. Are they still going to make their own choices? You better believe it. Have you had a three-year-old before? No matter what we teach them, they're still entitled to their agency and their opinions and their choices. And sometimes they do have to learn the hard way. And that is a hard thing to watch as a mom. But when you equip them with the ability to know right from wrong, they're going to self-select the good over the bad more often. I promise. So that's just such beautiful insight from her. Kylie Pond said, My view of myself as a mom varies by the day, but usually it's based on how I interact with my kids. And most days I feel like I'm failing, letting them down. I try to remember at least one or two positive interactions I had with each of my kids at the end of the day, and that helps. Kylie, I have been there. I am there. (laughs) We're all there. It's amazing how on those tougher days, we can kind of lump in our entire motherhood job and existence and evaluation based upon a tough day. I really hope on the bad days, on the hard days, on the challenging days, you can look at the circumstances that you faced and realized I did the best I could amidst those circumstances. And for the times where you didn't respond perfectly, when you lost your temper, when you, you know, were short with one of your kids, when you drove through McDonald's instead of cooking, whatever your priority was that didn't get met, whatever it looks like for you. Realizing that amid the circumstances that you did your best or you could learn and do things differently the next time to set yourself up for success. I have also been prone to view myself as an incompetent mother based upon individual moments in my life and in my motherhood. And I've learned that that does not serve me. We need to look holistically at our motherhood. And when we are striving to love, love, love our kids, when we are modeling not only good, healthy behavior for our kids, but when we are also modeling how to make it right when we make a mistake, boom, you are a great, great mom. And even if you lost your temper, that apology that you gave them, when you're recounting that at the end of the day, I hope you can see how amazing of a mom you truly are. Holly Lund says, the older I get, the better I'm feeling about my parenting. In my younger days, I was feeling insecure as a mom and was constantly comparing myself to other moms I knew. Now that I'm 13 years into this, I feel more confident. And the biggest part of learning is about how each boy is unique with their challenges. It's taught me how to advocate for kids and be confident in who I am as a parent, despite what others may think or say. Amen, Holly. Each kid is so different. And you can be a fantastic mom and struggle with one or more of your kids simply because they're unique and you're trying to cater to their strengths and their weaknesses and their challenges and their dynamics between each other. I mean, it is just so ever-changing. It is so, so much. But just believing that you're doing a great, great job. And when you approach every day with a belief that you're equipped and even year by year you're getting better at it, your potential is just unlimited. That is beautiful. Super Mamas for Real says, I'm a good mom. Just acknowledging that and saying it out loud makes me feel so good. I show up every day. I apologize regularly. See, that's what I was saying. Apologizing is huge. And I try and try again. I love my kids fiercely. I take good care of them. I hug and kiss them and tell them I love them. We're positive and happy most of the time. However, I'm a little lazy. I hate pretend play and I yell sometimes. Me too. 
Yet I am a work in progress and I'm not perfect and don't claim to be. Yes, those positive verbal affirmations can be so, so powerful. They really, really can. And I loved how you said you're a work in progress and our kids are too. So when they see that we are also trying to be better, they also see that road for self-improvement. And I think that's a beautiful model to have for them. There are just so many great, great comments. Um, I want to share one more and that's from pink mama cat and actually you know who this is this is tara jones who was on the show a couple weeks ago she's the mom of indy lou who's the darling little girl who has down syndrome and is currently going through cancer treatments so this is tara's mom who i'm actually going to have on the show soon because i think she is just incredible but she was so kind to comment and she said on one hand i find myself wishing i could go back and start all over again and do it right On the other hand, I realize that as a young single mother, I was just trying to survive and do the best I could. As my children have gotten older, I've tried to teach them from my mistakes. I'm not sure how it happened, but I have the most amazing children. I mean, exceptionally amazing. I still find myself thinking I could do better even now. However, I think that a lot of us moms are always thinking that. We are so hard on ourselves. Being a mother is the best gift of all. But once your children start having children and you start thinking that may have changed. Hopefully I can make up for my mistakes with them by being the best Grammy possible. I'm very young at heart and that certainly helps me to be a better Grammy. There's so, so much in this. But I love that as a mom of now adult children, as she is reflecting, she is realizing that as she taught through the mis- even the mistakes that she made, her kids saw that and became stronger too, right? And they didn't have to necessarily go through those same challenges that she experienced personally because they were taught through the lessons instead of having to endure the same challenges. I think that is so, so beautiful. And of course, when you are, you know, looking back, you think of things you could have done differently. But when you see how well your children turned out ultimately, it doesn't mean they're immune from challenges either. It doesn't mean they're always going to make the right choices or the choices that you think they should be making. But when they are grown and capable and contributing and loving and showing love to their own kids, I think that's a pretty good indicator that you did a lot right. So thank you for sharing that. You guys... I hope that as you listen to this episode, you really realize the power of our thoughts about motherhood. If you haven't given much thought to this question, I want you to think today, before I became a mom, how did I view myself becoming a mom? Did I believe I was capable of being good at it? Did I believe that I was going to be great at it? Did I believe I was equipped for my kids? And then as you entered into motherhood and you began living out that role, What thoughts did you think about yourself? Were they defeating thoughts? Were they negative? Were they shame-inducing? Did you feel guilty a lot that you weren't enough? Or did you keep believing even when you didn't know what you were doing? Because none of us do. (laughs) There's no manual. Even for all the parenting books that exist, there's no manual for your child. So we need to give ourselves some grace. So whether you are six weeks into motherhood, three years, six years, whether you have grown children, I want you to think about how you're thinking about yourself as a mom. I want you to think about how you're thinking about yourself as a person. And I want you to see if those thoughts are serving you. And I want you to see if those thoughts are contributing to behaviors and emotions that you don't like. 
because guess what? You can think something different. If this has resonated with you and if you have some clarifying thoughts after listening to this, I would love to hear from you. You can check me out at jessicadalquist3 on Instagram, on Facebook at Extraordinary Moms Podcast. You can go to ExtraordinaryMomsPodcast.com and see show notes. You can listen to episodes over there. Will you do me a favor and make sure you're subscribed on iTunes or on Stitcher or on any of the podcast apps? That really helps for the rankings and new people to find the show as well as the reviews you leave. Thank you so, so much. It is such a pleasure to bring you these shows every week and to let you know what's been on my heart. This is a conversation and a topic I've been talking a lot about with my friends. And so I thought I would just extend that to you guys as well because I count you among my friends as well. We're all in this together. Hey, next week we have an incredible episode with a psychologist. Stephanie Reynolds is coming on next week and we're going to talk about her motherhood journey. A little bit more about thought work also. And it's just going to be a great episode. So I hope you'll tune in for that. Thanks for tuning into the show today. And we will see you next week for another episode with another Extraordinary Mom. Bye.